Yeah, young man who has been around, carries a lot of knowledge, did school, did theatre, travelled the world, and is still loving it. He's got an interesting sense of humour too, and he's got a famous name. <laughs> Tabo Malimo, Tibos, Malima, Tibos, good morning this morning. Happy Youth Day, my brother. Welcome to the show. Thank you for waking up, bruh. Good morning, good morning, and thank you for having on. Thank you for having on your show, and uh, happy Youth Day as well. I, I, I suppose, as uh, as an actor, waking up at three o'clock uh, is second nature to you, ne? That's definitely. We actually even work through holidays as well, so uh, there's never um, an off day for us. <laughs> never, and uh, call times are the one thing you you make sure you don't mess with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if um, it's your bread and butter, you definitely have to make sure that you put in the hard work. Tabo Malema, who is Tabo Malema, Mare? Um, Tabo Malema is a young Sutu man, very handsome, with a beautiful afro, um, coming from Abopane in Pretoria. My producers agree. They're nodding their heads with a big smile, these ladies. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm happy that they agree with me because I've been believing that all my life. Bruh, just a point of advice. Ne? I'm, I'm taking up Taekwondo lessons. Friendly advice. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking quite Taekwondo advice. Uh, lessons, Wabon. Just so, yeah, you, yeah. so you're safe. Wabon. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> How was it in Mabupani? Mabupani is, is, has been known to be big with music. I remember when we were younger, new music that came into the country via Pretoria before it went to other parts. Was it the same with the theater and acting? Um, I believe in a way. I mean, there's a lot of talent, the talented people that have, have, been, have, been, have come from Mabupani or Pretoria even, so to speak. Um, it's very arty. We are expressionists. We, we are entertainers at heart. And, uh, yeah, I think we're generally just happy people. I mean, uh, people like Wontaje, Poiki Polo from here, both DJ Vinita Vinci, to name just a few, you know, I'm just saying about grades here. And, uh, yeah, they paved the way for the likes of us to follow suit. What got you into acting? Um, I believe it's my personality and character. I've always been an entertainer at heart, but without knowledge that it could actually be turned into a, a profession. All I was doing was just being myself. I've always been the guy over Mulelang Sekele at parties, you know, the graduation parties or the birthday parties. I would always read birthday cards at church. I would be part of the, I mean, the, the, the acting group, you know, doing skits and stuff like that. So I think it's always been there in me, um, personality and character-wise, but I was just not aware that it could be something that could actually, I could earn a living from. Were you ever considered a naughty kid at school? Um, you know what, interestingly enough, in a way, I think I was a double-edged sword. I was a teacher's pet as well as part of the gang <laughs> of the naughty kids. So I was on both sides of the fence. It depended on uh, what weighed more than the other. Ah, you, you knew how to navigate your spaces, eh? 
you, you need to be smart, you know, especially sometimes when you see that maybe here the situation does not require a physical ability but the mental ability, then you have to try things deeper. I mean, I actually was a head boy at, uh, at, the, at my high school and, uh, you know, I was, I think, I believe I'm a lovable person because what I give to the world is joy and happiness. I mean, my name is you know, so all I have to spread is happiness, joy and smiles. I can just imagine head boy with a naughty smile. What a combination. Definitely. And <laughs> funny enough, um, I, I was loved by both the, the learners and the teachers, actually. So I don't know what they were thinking, but uh, I'm glad they made that choice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and your tenure as, as a head boy, how was it? Because uh, that's not an easy job. It's it's not, but like again, I think because of the personality, as I said, that I have, I'm I'm I'm, I'm always one to try use humor to get out of an awkward or complicated situation. So once I read what the situation is, then I'll be like, okay, Tawo, what's the best joke that you can distract this person with, or something like that of that sort. So there's always something that you have to 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 maneuver to get through a certain situation. Mm. You know, I know mm. there's a lady called Cheria Kokasi. Um, she's a rock star. She takes pictures. She's on social media. She's a busy young lady. And then there's you, Kasi mm -hmm. Nerd. Yes. Where does that come from? Yes. Um, okay. Firstly, I just felt that um, as a young person, I'm on television and I'm an actor. So we carry some some amount of influence. People look look at us for inspiration. People listen to what we say. And what I felt is that I just wanted to go away with the stigma of just because Kitlaku Kasi does not mean I'm not educated or I'm not uh, a business person or I, I cannot do anything positive. So it's just the fact that even in the townships where we find hardships is very, very serious social ills, there's still special gems that come out of the hood. And those people are the ones that actually can carry the flag of, of their communities up high, you know. So I think original, meaning that originally I'm just being myself. I'm not trying to imitate anybody or I'm not trying to impersonate anyone. And then Kasi is the community that, that raised me. I'm from the township. And that comes from my passion for learning, for literature, for languages and stuff like that. I, I'm trying to advocate more than anything else here. Yeah wisdom through through knowledge and not necessarily just education but knowledge whether you are self-taught or you are trained but acquire knowledge and make yourself better at whatever skill that it is that you do you know what i do sometimes for knowledge yes. I, I i spend time with uh, grandpas and grandmas yes. yeah and i find this wisdom that is not even in the books and and yes. I get a lot of um, you know uh, a spoken history which still needs to be recorded. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and I, yeah. And 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 I'm wondering as well. Having said that, how is Kasi embracing that? To say you've been exposed to a number of areas in life which puts you mm -hmm. at a particular position of influence in some way. And I'm thinking maybe with the original Cassinet, which is becoming a, has become a movement, you are able to showcase not only the arts, but the idea about celebrating people from Cassie and supporting them every step of the way. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, I think, you know, the, the need here is this. I think as young people, we take for granted the knowledge the elderly people have. Remember that experience is the best teacher, and about to buy, they, they've walked the journeys that we are still trying to figure out. Unfortunately, I mean, as Africans, we don't have enough history written by our own people from our own perspective and really um, preserve it so that it's passed down from generation to generation. So we are left with uh, one option of cocktail, and then we are losing our elderly um, people at such a fast pace or rate that it's actually daunting that what is it that future generations are going to learn about the past because there's no tree that grows without roots, you know what I mean? So um, I, I, I remember actually yesterday at work I was speaking to one of my directors and he said, have you noticed how many young people speak only English? What about our indigenous languages? So in the next couple of years, we won't have dramas, dramas or, I don't know, comedies that are in vernacular languages. It's clearly going to be English. It's okay to know English, but your mother tongue is important too, you know? I mean, it's your identity. Who are you? So, yeah, it's, it's very important. It's scary, but I think we need to try and preserve it. However, instead of also blaming or they're not teaching us and whatnot, let's take initiative and show them that we actually want to learn. Tables, some uh, a question Please. for you. This is from uh, Tebiso Pala uh, at Uncle T underscore PR. He says, as a young creative who has been in this cruel industry for some time, one, what is yes. your survival technique that makes you consistent? Two, mm-hmm. what is your take on on gender-based violence and femicide in South Africa today? Three, what this day means to you? Those are the questions from Tabisho. For an early morning, those are very, very tough questions. Um, ah, for somebody <laughs> that, that handles scripts like that, ah, easy peasy for you. <laughs> so it's, the first question is my survival mode. Is that correct? Yes, so that, that keeps you consistent, you know, it makes you relevant, Being keeps busy. you busy, you know. First, firstly, I want to, I think, clarify something. People see us on TV and think we are rich, we live a glamorous life, blah, 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 blah. Remember, we are reenacting reality. We are impersonating, I mean, we are, we are playing other roles or other characters. So the first thing is this, be down to earth and know your, stay in your lane and know, know your goals. Know what, what it is that you want and what it is that you're doing. Um, there's lack of consistency of work. So firstly, if your lifestyle is is larger than your pocket, you're definitely going down the, the wrong path. So I think being humble, um, keeping true to yourself, and surrounding yourself with like-minded people, even if it includes family members, people who will actually remind you that remember who you are, where you're coming from. Yes, be aspirational, but stay true to yourself. I think what happens is that we... We put on this artificial lifestyle once we're on TV or once we become popular, and now they're maintaining that because it's not genuinely and originally us, we fail to keep it up. Right. Yes. And uh, I, I think another thing is you need to, 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 to remain hungry at all times. So whether Tabo wins an acting award or an Oscar, whatever it is, but trust you me, I will make sure that my hunger remains. Otherwise, I'm going to start being complacent. Once you're complacent, then you start dropping the ball. You know what I mean? And um, it, can, it can be rough in this business, yeah? Definitely, it can be rough. It's dog eat dog. And I think that's what people do. I mean, even when I do my motivational talks, I say, yes, guys, you're looking at an actor here, but I am more than an actor. Showbiz is not just about 
being in front of the screen. We don't have enough writers in this country to tell our own stories. We don't have enough directors. We don't have enough African producers. So do your thorough research and stop wanting to be seen on TV and so that you can post photos on social media so that you can have a thousand likes. That does not translate into anything of substance, in my subjective opinion. So do your work. Question two. Your take on gender-based violence and femicide in South Africa today? Um, Unfortunately, it's such a sad um, happening or reality, and uh, I'm utterly and completely opposed to it. I mean, we need women, um, as much as we need men, but I think women have been through so much already, Jay, by virtue of being female, and instead of nurturing them, embracing them, protecting them, showering them with love, some men do the opposite. So I'm completely opposed to that, and I think society needs to take a stand, you know. I think when there's a commonality, people unite easily. For instance, the youth of 1976, they did not want to speak Afrikaans anymore. They did not want to learn that language. So the enemy was common and clear and straight to the point. But with this one, I think there's also a lot of excuses that are made, that this person was not prepared well, was not raised well. He saw his father beat his mother up, so that's what he's doing. As much as that may, that may be the case, but we need to chop the head of the snake so that it stops biting us. And uh, I think with, with an opportunity of uh, fathers raising their sons today, by virtue of us being conscious enough, I think we need to raise our sons better so that they're more well-positioned to love and look after this beautiful specimen called a woman. Hmm. Yeah. Number three, what does yes. Youth Day mean to you, particularly 2020? Youth Day means I'm getting old. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, look, I believe that age is nothing but a number. So for as long as your spirit and your soul and your heart is young, you will never age. Um, but in 2020, I think young people today, we face um, a, a, a new enemy in the form of um, economics. I feel that the young people are not catered enough for to be insanely participant in the economy. When a young person is not working or earning an income, then that person is left with very few options to survive. Hence, then the ripple effect of drug abuse, crime, among other things, I mean, that's what it would lead to eventually. So I, I just feel that young people need to do away with drug abuse, substance abuse. That's the one thing we need to terminate completely because your body is a temple. And when you are, how do you become the best version of yourself when you are intoxicated by certain things that really don't help you think straight? So once that is dealt with, I think then, I mean, our leaders, our elders need to try to see to it that, you look, you are young, and then your future dads and mothers. So if we are not active economically, then how do I earn a living? How do I survive in this capitalist system? So, I mean, it's no longer about the language. It's no longer about just oppression per se. We all know that there's inequality globally, but young people need to take a stand this time, but an economic stand. We need to invest in personal development. That's an issue of of interest to me because we forget to invest in ourselves. We forget to set goals. We don't meditate. We don't talk to ourselves. When you wake up in the morning, ask yourself what goals you want to achieve for the day and how you're going to go about doing it. People don't just become wealthy overnight. They read. They invest in themselves. They learn. They ask questions and stuff. So instead of 
passing blame and saying this is what's happening. Let's take initiative. And uh, what's the Pambi? You've been in television for quite a long time. I mean, you're growing into the industry. What stood out for? What stood out the most for you in terms of your television career? As in um, a role that I've played, or an achievement, or. Uh, it could be a role you played, the production, because obviously you take on productions and, and roles in terms of how you understand them, what they mean to you, what you want to communicate through those roles. Um, I, I think having a very beautiful agent by the name of Lisa, um, she has been pushing push me so much that um, I landed my first international movie role in 2006, 20 years ago. And... Uh, I star. I was a South African lead in a in a Hollywood film that was shooting in South Africa, and I star alongside the likes of Dominic Purcell, who was from Prison Break, um, Jorgen Proschner, who is a German veteran actor, Brooke Langton, um, to name just a few. And I was thrown so much into the deep end because all I was used to was like um, um, university short films and projects, you know, and just this spectacle that Tabo finds himself in and I was thrown right into the deep end so I need to learn how to swim quite quick. So I'm also grateful for, for that opportunity because I got exposed to also the best side of the industry at a very early stage in my career. So I can easily be able to tell the difference that, you know what, this is this is professional or this is not professional. Or oh, these people are very committed or oh, these ones are not. You can, it, 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 because it has been a learning process for me, I, I kind of like know or get a sense or I follow my sense rather to say, is this a yay or a nay? As for roles, I think I I enjoy every role that I play because there's a part of travel that I bring in every character that I portray. However, I think if I don't, if I, when I, whenever I feel that I have not moved an audience emotionally, I don't believe it's a a job well done. The the movie you were talking about, give us a name, give us a title. Oh, it's called Primeval Kill. Primeval Uh Kill. Yeah, uh, you guys got Netflix, ne? Tim, you guys got Netflix. Please check out the movie. Uh, alrighty, homework for you. I'm just conferring with the team. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix, but you can check. I just I know that what what's on Netflix actually right now it's a, a suicide date about what's called agent. Um, it was done in Mauritius, um, and also Kalushi, the Solomon Masambi movie. I, I remember the last I checked, those were the ones on Netflix. But Primeval Kill maybe probably is, because there's also a series, but also a movie. So I was in the movie version of the, of the series. And you, a bit confused. you were rocking. Tell, tell us about Kalushi, an, an emotional movie, eh? Aluta Continua. Let me tell you, my brother, I think it was after having done that movie that I actually started being curious about our history, our political history. Because we assume, you know, streets street, street are named uh, Lillian Ngoi or Justice Mohammed or whatever you call them. And you, you're just like, oh, it's just another street name. But once you Google that name or you read up on that person, you're like, wow, you were significant, man. They should actually name the country after you. So I think Kalush exposed me to, to, the polit- to, to the political history of our country and the sacrifices that were done by those who walked before us. There's so much that I feel like there's no room for us to just be hanging around as young people trying to figure ourselves out. If people make sacrifices like that, you really need to also come to the party and play your part. And, I mean, in his early 20s, who could have thought that a mind could be so monstrously powerful, you know? I mean, what I also appreciate about our comrades, our fallen comrades even, you know, 
is that they were they were intellectual. These people read. These people they were not just advocating for violent protest or whatever, but they were using intellectuality. I mean, how amazing is that? You are you are being pointed at with a gun. You only have a book to respond. I mean, really, a pen and a sword kind of situation. So it really taught me a lot, and I respect um, our political history and our freedom fighters even much more, especially having explored and um, shooting the film of Solomon Matangu. I mean, we met his brother. We, we, we went to his home where he lived. The transcripts that were declassified for us to research and be able to tell the story. It's crazy. The stuff that was done there, it's crazy. I get to how were they managing, honestly speaking. By God's grace, I believe. Good job on that, eh? Good job indeed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm, I'm humbled. Uh, do, uh, every actor in South Africa who's been in the theater, uh, who's been on television and the movies, relish the idea of working with Dr. Kani. How was it for you? It was phew, amazing. It was mind-blowing. I mean, that guy, he's like an acting encyclopedia on foot, like mobile. <laughs> there's no play he's never touched. There's, there's no character I believe he's never really nailed. And, uh, you know, you, 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 when, upon first glance, you'd be scared to approach him, to talk to him. But he's so easygoing and he's so warm and he's so welcoming and he loves young people. And, I mean, I'm also uh, good friends with his son. And, I mean, I see it translating to his son as well. Amazing souls. And I think they, they go more than the extra mile in terms of storytelling, in terms of the approach to the work. I mean, you don't just become a legend overnight, you know. And uh, Dr. John Tani, along, like, between the likes of Abuntate, Winston Chona, it wasn't for these people. I don't think other actors would have dreamt of seeing themselves possibly acting. Yeah. Yeah, so you hang out with Atandu, are you? Yeah, I must be your best friend, Tabo. Um, don't, don't be too hasty. But <laughs> 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 okay, you're welcome, you're welcome. Uh, Tibos, on our Twitter poll today, ne? as as you say, you're a young, you're a young person who's, who's you know, enjoying life and learning from life's experiences and all of that. We're asking the question, yes. if you have any regrets, ne? or if you have made any mistakes in life that you've come to, um, regret today. Do you have any? Um, Let me sh- tell you the options we have because we have okay. thim- we've themed it this way. Um, yes. The mistakes you could have made as a young person that you regret later. Not saving enough money. Uh, not taking, mm-hmm. taking family for granted. Uh, maybe mm. dabbling in alcohol and drugs. I, I know township drugs at the time were benzene and glue among other things. Yes. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, giving up on your dreams, where would you be here? Um, you know what? I think speaking to regrets, I think finances would stand out, but family would come before that. And I'll tell you why. Um, I lost my mom in 2013, and. Uh, I felt in a way that I still had more time to do a lot for her, you know? And that's what I always tell people, that if you still have a parent, if you still have a mother especially, make sure you do everything today that you want to do for her tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow holds. You know, she was my pillar, she was my everything. She took all my secrets to her grave. So I think family, 
definitely never take them for granted. And we don't get to choose them. Even with sibling rivalry, you fight with your brother or sister, doesn't mean you love them any less, you know, but appreciate them and never stop loving them. And when it comes to finances, you know, I think financial literacy, many young black people, we, we lack it. And I will explain why we don't come from business-orientated backgrounds. So if my father was a teacher or my mother was a, was a nurse, you know, and I say, look, I'm thinking of starting, um, I don't know, a reach, an online retail store. They'll be like, yo, where are you going to get the money? Ha, business. Yo, people are going to steal from you, you know. So I, I, I kind of feel like financial literacy, I could have spent the money that I made when I was much younger, wiser, because as it stands right now, in the profession that I am, it's so inconsistent financially that at least when you've got property to your name, when you've got a home that you've paid off or are busy paying off instead of paying rent, then when COVID hits and your tenant, you won't have a landlord saying, I want my rent money, you know, without any reason or whatever. So I think financial literacy, which is something I'm also advocating, together with personal development, I'm full on there. And now every cent I spent, I try as much as possible to be conscious about that activity and with whom am I spending with or on who, what am I spending it with? Is it within my community first? If not, only then will I reach out outside of my community. Hmm. Alcohol, drugs, and the wrong crowds. That one, I think, you know what? It's almost... I'm going to get... I'm going to get... <laughs> <I'm gonna> get <laughs> Confessions. Confessions, confessions by Tabo Malema on SFM. We're listening, sir. Look, look, I would, I would be lying uh, if I said to you that I've never tried uh, anything, you know. Um, in particular, I think alcohol is something that once you finish matric and you're in tertiary and you've got, you're you meet new friends, you know, among that, there's nice chicks here and there you want to please impress. The, the element or the, the concept of wanting to belong socially, you know. So um, I think when you try it and you, you kind of like feel that, you know what, this is not for me, nobody can tell me otherwise about that stuff. I'd be like, I've, I've been there, done done that, you know, I, I mean, I'm out of it. So even anyone, I got you know, totally bottle in here, whiskey. I'd be like, uh, no, I'm good, man. Because it's, it's no longer a curiosity to me. It's no longer adventurous to me. Fabulous you know. stuff, yeah. Hey, because um, th- th- that's the big problem we have, uh, I think, with young people, so much that uh, it derails a lot of the things they would later want in life. Um, yeah. As, as you say, if you're lucky to make that conscious, conscious decision and be aware mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you've got to be extremely careful and responsible with this, much better because so far your answers tie in you know they follow each other they tie in with uh, taking family you know seriously and not taking them for granted because your parents will always tell you it's not good for you obviously you must be living your dream i don't think uh, you 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 have any regrets on that you're living your dream you never gave up on your dreams you're doing well um they say the day you stopped you stopped trying to achieve your dream then you are guaranteed failure. So, I mean, just quickly to trail back a bit, you know, even the the, the, the people you, you, your friends, people you hang around with, right? It is said that you become the, if you only hang around five people, you become the, the average of the 95% of what those people represent. So, if you want to be, let's say, a doctor, would you go and hang around with soccer players? Of course not, right? So, I think having, Having the approach of 
uh, affiliating yourself with like-minded people, I think it helps the cause because then whatever they do or live on rubs off you. I mean, it inspires you. Imagine being friends with well-learned people, I mean, like doctors or well-professionals, and you're not even a businessman. You feel like you don't have purpose because these people will be talking about how their day was, what their achievement was, what relief, what fulfillment they've had, and what do you have to say about it? Almost really nothing. So I think now let's try, let's try take ownership. Let's stop blaming. Let's take accountability. Let's stop making it an excuse because the world owes you nothing, but you owe it everything. So be the best version of yourself by respecting your body, which is a temple of God, and by always, always conscientizing your goals to come closer to you and put a plan in place that is a, that is a daily activity to see to it that, it's like, am I there or not? Did I achieve or not? Where did I go wrong? You know, reflect. I mean, do people even meditate? I mean, I, sorry, I'm just... I know I'm saying everything almost, but mm. I've discovered personal development so much that I feel like, you know what, I'm going to invest in Tawo Malema so much that when you see him, you must be like, what happened to the Tawo we knew, you know, from <laughs> image, from the the, the, the the things that I say, the places that I go to, the, 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 the things that I want to achieve, the people that I want to, I want to, I want to model myself too, you know, all those things. And I think as, 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 as African people, we've, we've accepted poverty and hardships. We've welcomed it because it's been our history for so long that we are kind of like almost cool with it. And I mean, I, I feel that no God's child is meant to be poor. So regardless of your circumstances, get up. Denzel Washington says, fall down seven times, get up eight. Because you will oh, fall. Yes. Oh, you yes. will fail. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but what do you do with that? The comeback story is more important. That's what we remember. Tibos, we've got four songs. Yes, we want one mm-hmm. uh, to be the youth uh, youth day anthem. We have uh, Danny K and KB shout. We have Double uh, yes, HP yes. Harambe. Uh-huh. We have Tandiso Mazwai Chiki Chela, and we have Sisle yes. Tambulu Not Yet Uhuru. Which one do you think should be the anthem? Uh, the closer that comes to that, it's double HP. I think that also he epitomizes what black excellence ought to be, yet he was really open and real about his struggles and challenges. So, I mean, I would go for Harambe. It touches me. It's one of my favorite songs. It's actually on my playlist. And still, all respect to the rest of the songs. I wish you could play all four of them. But um, you're making me choose. Why are you making my life so difficult? You know? Because yeah, you can handle it, Harambe. <laughs> you can handle this stuff. Are, are, are you still giving uh, acting classes to youngsters in, 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 in Pretoria? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. I've actually been doing it on, on, online, you know, on Zoom and stuff like that because of uh, the pandemic we're faced with. But um, it's something that I intend to, to, to really go all out on. A lot of people are always approach me, especially young people, asking for knowledge and information of what to do and how to go about it. So I'm not saying I'm a guru, but with every single day, as long as I can touch one or two lives and inspire them and try to help them uh, go to the, into the right direction, I feel that I'm, I'm doing my part in this world. So far, so good. So obviously, COVID has affected you, but you are still working, though. Yes, yes, yes. Under very strict policies. Yes, yes, I am. 
the fact that you can't hug your fellow cast members, does it affect you? That one I see, I would imagine when they say Tabo's character up moves in close to to her and he he kisses her passionately and like, Oh, I'm gonna kiss today and then you're told that no, social distancing. It's an anti climax. But it's fine. We've rewritten the script, bruh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, um, am I still part of this show? What's happening here? We so, dropped that line. Respect. Yes, yes, you know. So, but it's a feat, man, and uh, things will normalize in no time, hopefully. How can we find it, Timur? So we can talk a lot more. Um, I, I, I like the way your outlook on life. It's, it's fantastic. I hope you are able to communicate that to as many young people as possible. How can we get hold of you? And where do we see you um, currently? Okay. Um, I'm currently on a show called The Tapo. I'm on SABC2 playing Mondays to Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. And um, there's a couple of stuff that was in the pipeline that still is, but due to COVID, you know, there has to be renegotiations. People have to adjust here and there. But um, I'm, 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 I'm one person who speaks positivity to the universe. So when my contract says it's about to end, I say to God, God, please make sure my parking space is available in my next production. You know what I mean? Just so that I become, I don't know, man, I think we've been too negative for a long time. And uh, on socials, it's simple, Tabo Malema on Facebook. And then uh, on Instagram, it's Tabo underscore Malema Essay. Uh, similarly with Twitter, Tabo underscore Malema Essay. I'm reachable there. And also, um, original Cassimed with an S dot, dot com. That is um, the email. Info at original Cassimed. Yeah, man. Do you still, remember the, do you still remember the lot uh, you did years ago? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Hey, I was still a small bikini there. I don't think I even had the afro yet, did I? You did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> you yeah, did. I remember that. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. That's a serious throwback, bro. <laughs> I want my money, Tabo. I'm, I knew I'm, I'd I'm find you. I want my money, bro. <laughs> But you, you know, you know, I'm a good runner now. You know, you know, funny. <laughs> yeah, well, working on Kalushi, the, the soccer you played was enough. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, we push what we can. We push what we can. Tivas, what a pleasure chatting to you, my brother. Um, wishing you the best, best of luck. Um, cast your net wide. Do those motivational talks. Share your skills. Share your wisdom. Um, share your experiences and uh, let it count for something. And, uh, you know, with this Youth Month, um, we want young people to be like that, you know, so that when you look back later on, you can say, you know, I did my part. Yes. You know, you know in, in, in short, in brief, I'd like to say that, you know, there's a saying that goes, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. If you're not working on yourself on a daily basis to improve the person that you are, you're actually getting worse. So I just want to say that um, thank you for the interview, early as it was, because that's what one of the things that successful people do. They wake up before the rest of the world. They start making money while the rest of the world is sleeping. So I'm humbled for, for this opportunity, for this interview, and thank you to all the SAFM listeners who are early birds like yourselves and myself. And uh, looking forward to, to, to coming back onto your platform with 
bigger news and much more positive feedback. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll see you on the tapo and we'll see you on set. Somebody wanted to know if you're still studying academically because they know you were at after. Quickly, Taps. Um, I was actually um, studying with UNISA. However, life happened and certain things had to be sacrificed. But it's something that I'm working on. I'm just trying to focus on one thing at a time right now. In my career, I just need to prioritize it to a certain point because we've now moved online and stuff like that. But once that is done, I believe in 2021, I will know exactly what it is that I want to do because I also have an agricultural passion that hopefully we'll talk about next time. Well, I'll hold you to that. Tabo, a great pleasure, my brother. The best of luck to you. (laughs) And thank you to your team, your producers, your content creators there, and everybody. Hello, guys in the studio. I hope you're enjoying your coffees and stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you for a great opportunity. Love your show. Love your work. Blessings, my brother. Keep well. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Tabo Malema on SFM, 25 minutes to 5 o'clock. Good to have you with us. We trust you are well and you are feeling on top of the world.